Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments of motherhood. The Mom Manual starts now. Hello everyone, Tara Williams here with the Mom Manual. I know I say this every time, but I am truly so beyond excited about our guest today. Dr. Elena Zinkoff is a naturopathic physician and also a mom. She specializes in functional medicine, women's health, and hormones. She's the co-founder of Proactive Health ND, and she's on a mission to make healthcare accessible to all through education, awareness, and empowerment. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I I really am so excited. I'm I'm like fangirling right now a little bit, I think, but can you tell all our listeners who you are, what you do, and, and what is a naturopathic physician? Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, I am Dr. Elena, and I've made it my life's purpose to help women understand their hormones. So I'm a women's health expert. I work. um, I've been working in the field of naturopathy for almost a decade now, and I enjoy educating women about their hormone health, treating women for underlying hormone imbalances. I love working with gut health. So I'm a functional medical provider, which means I look at the whole person. So we don't just look at hormones and gut. We look at all of the systems and how they're interconnected. And a naturopathic physician is basically a integrated provider who looks at not just at the symptoms that someone may be experiencing, but at the root cause. So we're always trying to think about what is the underlying issue, what caused the symptoms in the first place, and how are all of the systems working together? Because it's never just the hormones, it's never just the gut, it's stress, it's diet, it's our history, et cetera. So that's what I do. I was telling Dr. Lena before we started that this is, you are the person I have been looking for, and it's a little bit difficult to find a naturopathic provider. Can you tell us why? Yeah. So naturopathic medicine has been around for a very long time. And when a physician says that they're a functional medical provider, they are actually, it's a combination of naturopathic medicine and conventional medicine as we know it. But one of the reasons that, you know, not many people can find a naturopathic physician is that it hasn't been as popular. It's becoming more popular. People are getting more awareness about it. It's really life-changing for for women when they find the right naturopathic physician. So we're slowly learning or the public is slowly learning more about it. And it's people like me who go on podcasts or on social media, preaching it. Uh, talking about it, sharing it. So, I mean, I talk about naturopathic medicine when I'm at Starbucks. I talk about it when I'm checking out at the grocery store. You know, I'm a soccer mom. So I'm talking about women's health and hormones and the things that they should talk to their provider about, you know, on the sidelines of a soccer game. So it's really, uh, it's, it's really becoming more popular and it's, it's really coming to the forefront of how medicine should be practiced. Would you say there's there's a touch of Eastern medicine in what you do or not as much? 
I would say Eastern medicine is, a, it, it's a totally separate, like Chinese medicine, for example, like we definitely as naturopathic physicians, like I, for example, I always prescribe acupuncture, or I try to educate women when finding a Chinese medical provider is a really, is a right step. And it can be really helpful. Eastern herbs, like Chinese, Chinese medical herbs and Western herbs, they have very different functionality. They work really differently. They can be synergistic where they can, you know, we could prescribe Western and Chinese herbs. But for example, I don't know that much about Chinese herbs and you wouldn't want me prescribing those anyway, because (laughs) I don't know how they work, how much you need, what form you need. But I think that the, the cool thing about naturopathic physicians is that we're educated that those therapies are available. Mm. So for example, you'll, you'll go to a, your primary care provider and you'll say, Hey, I'm having really bad uh, menstrual cramps. Right. So I can help there, for example. um, And I can educate you about liver health and gut health and hormones might be imbalanced. And then if stress, a big issue, I'll say, Hey, why don't we incorporate some acupuncture into the mix? to help you deal with stress better, to help you move energy throughout your body. Whereas a primary care physician will say, well, here's some birth control. Well, what are my options? Right. And they're, you're kind of left with nothing. Right. That, so that's in a way how I think of this, and this is probably simplifying it too much, but I almost think of Western medicine as you have, you know, you're anxious, let's get you on a prescription. You're depressed, let's get you on a prescription. You have bad periods, let's get you on a prescription. Where Eastern, in my mind, is more the whole body. And let's look at prescribing yoga or, you know, herbs, like you said. So let's jump into our first takeaway and tell us, it's exciting. Tell us, tell us what it is. Yeah, well, the first major takeaway is I really want to talk about the role that hormones play in a female body. I think a lot of times women will find themselves thinking like it's all in my head because that's what they've heard from their partner, friends, or healthcare provider. They sometimes feel like they're to blame for their diet, for lack of motivation. So hormones play such an important role in our mood, in our sleep, libido, our emotional stability and emotional wellness, how motivated we might feel about going to the gym or completing certain tasks. So I really want women to understand that they're not at fault for what they're feeling. The anxiety, the depression, the low libido, the trouble losing weight, they really have to look at hormones as one of the major causes and reasons for why they feel the way they do and why they can't achieve the change that they want to achieve. You know, before going on air, you and I were briefly talking about how there is, there might necessarily be something wrong, but we all want to optimize our health. So a lot of times in my practice, I'll have women come in and they'll say, you know, I don't have anything mind blowing, right? but I really want to make sure that I'm optimizing my hormones because it doesn't get better as we get older. Yeah. And so I'm always encouraging women, especially postpartum, especially moms to get a baseline for their hormones and understand, you know, where are they deficient? Where do they have too much? Because if you don't have a baseline and you go into perimenopause, menopause without a baseline, you don't really know what it was like before. Right. And you don't know the trajectory. And I have to say that I work with women with flat out huge hormone imbalances and it's absolutely life changing for them. It changes their relationships when we fix their hormones and changes their work performance, their, the quality of time that they spend with their kids. I mean, balancing hormones 
And a hormone imbalance can really either make or break your life sometimes. And so the first takeaway is really understanding that it's not all in your head, yeah. that it's really important to check your hormones. And it's really important to work with someone who can get your hormones back on track. And I just want to say one more thing. Naturopathic physicians can prescribe medications. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of talked a little bit about Eastern medicine and it, it really is about looking at the whole person and prescribing different modalities because we, we don't want to just be prescribing pills for something that is diet related, that is lifestyle related. Okay. But I prescribe hormone therapy in my practice. I prescribe medications when they're necessary. Yes. And the key phrase here is when it's necessary. If I have a young woman, you know, who is 23, for example, and she has a two-year-old and she's struggling to get her menstrual cycle back on track. She's struggling, struggling with sleep. She's struggling to feel energized. Medication and hormone therapy may not be the first thing I go after. There are many natural herbs that at that age group can actually do really well to stimulate our own hormone production. If that yeah. makes sense. No, that makes a ton of sense. And just going back and unpacking that a little bit, yeah. you talk about getting a baseline. What does that mean? So that means getting all of your hormones checked. It's not just TSH. So a lot of women, when they go to their healthcare provider and they ask to test their hormones, a lot of times they're left with, well, let's just check your thyroid. Thyroid. Okay. And there are so many other hormones besides thyroid. So I usually like to get a baseline for thyroid and then for the sex hormones like estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. DHEA, and then cortisol, which is known as the stress hormone, but it's important. Yeah. You know, wait. And so mm -hmm. this is through a blood test. This is through a blood test. I generally, there's a lot of, uh, information out there on what test is the best to do between saliva, urine, and blood test. Yeah. I usually for that initial blood draw, I usually like to look at through the blood that is still mm -hmm. to date standard, the best way to look at hormones is through a blood sample and not a finger prick. So yeah. for example, I'm not a fan of, I don't want to say names, but I will, because it's really important not to waste people's <laughs> money. <laughs> for example, Everly Well Test, right? Which is very popular, but a little bit deceiving because even in their hormone panel, it doesn't look at the full female hormone panel and a finger prick test, if you look at the data, only 20% of those tests are actually very accurate. So that's a very small percentage. So you're kind of rolling the dice when you're sending in your test. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did one of those for, um, I don't know if it was this brand or another, but we were talking about what are you allergic to? And mm -hmm. I thought, well, I don't have any allergies. And so then I got it and I did the fingerprint and I sent it back and it gave a hundred things. And I was, yeah. I wasn't allergic to anything, but I was on like the spectrum of allergy, yeah. very low for milk and eggs. And so I don't know if it was just in my head, but then I thought, okay, I'm not going to drink milk or eat eggs. Yeah. And I totally changed my diet. Like, I don't even know if it's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. that feels a little bit crazy to hear. It's only 20%. I mean, I thought they were mostly accurate, but it makes sense. And what I had done Again, I, I said I was I was seeking a naturopathic physician out, but I went to my just my annual um physical and they do do a blood draw with my insurance. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. what they didn't check for me 
was my vitamin D levels. And so right. I asked if they could include that. And they said, yeah, it'll be an upcharge, you know, something yeah. I think $30 or whatever it was. And I said, sure, just, I, I want to know. But then what was really interesting was when they came back, they said it's within normal levels or it's, it's good. Or yeah. whatever. I have two aunts who both had breast cancer. And so my dad, my dad's two sisters, and he said that their vitamin D levels were what, I don't know the spectrum. Let's say it's out of a hundred yeah. two, So critically low and that he felt it was a contributing factor. You know, my dad right. is an engineer, so take this with a grain of salt. But <laughs> he said to me, why didn't they tell you what your level was? I'm like, I don't know. So it was like, I got this test and then they just said, you're good. And I didn't really do anything with it. And this is again, where, you know, if I was meeting with you, Dr. Alina, I'm sure you would say, here's where you are within the thyroid spectrum. And this is what we need to do. And, you know, so talk to me a little bit about you get your baseline and then what happens next? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you actually triggered another really key point in in my mind, which was part of the baseline is actually doing your nutrient workup. Hmm. as well. So it's vitamin D, it's iron, ferritin, iodine, selenium, B vitamins. So there's a few nutrients that we can definitely test via blood with good accuracy. And for example, with vitamin D, we'd want it to be at least between 50 to 90. Those are healthy levels for vitamin D and vitamin D has been linked to so many things between cancer and autoimmune that it's definitely one of the markers that we want to make sure that is in healthy, in in healthy range. It's so important to test the nutrients as part of a hormone workup. And this is where the naturopathic brain comes in. And, And the reason for that is nutrients are important cofactors. They are important. They work in enzymatic reactions in the body to facilitate hormone synthesis and production. Vitamin D, for example, is really important for testosterone. So if a woman is coming in with low testosterone levels, you gotta be looking at vitamin D as well, because that's that's a very important nutrient that's involved in testosterone synthesis. And when I, okay, this is a sidebar, but when I I hear testosterone, I think that's just for men. Ah. (laughs) Tell me about (laughs) testosterone for women. Oh my gosh. It is so common. We, I think we still live in the, in the time and age where people think that estrogen is just for women and testosterone is just for men. And it's very common because I love having these conversations just to educate people about hormones because they're so important. And testosterone is so important for women. It helps us with motivation. It helps us feel grounded. It helps us with energy, sleep, and libido. So if you think about when a woman has trouble staying focused, doesn't feel like she's able to, doesn't feel like she has that endurance, even during exercise, for example, doesn't have the energy at the end of the day to connect with her partner because she's been up all night because her kiddo, her infant has been keeping her up at night. She's been working, she's taking care of the kids. And then, you know, her partner comes over is like, Hey, you want to connect tonight? And you're like, no, I want to <laughs> I sleep. sleep. <laughs> I want to go to sleep, honey. Right. Yeah. Cause your testosterone is much, much higher than mine. So I think it's really important for women to feel like themselves mm-hmm. is to have balanced testosterone. Interesting. Okay. And just one more question on that. So yeah. if, if traditionally, right. Men yeah. have much higher testosterone, right. Is yeah. That yeah. And yeah. is that, is that supposed to be, or is that just what we think? 
No, absolutely. I mean, men naturally have to, there's definitely some, you know, sex differentiations that happen with both us having higher estrogen and men having more testosterone, but I'll give you an example, a healthy range for women to have the, uh, the most optimal range for women for, for their testosterone levels. It, let's say bottom, the bottom end is 60 to 80. Okay. For men, it's 850 to 950. Whoa. That's a, big that's it. That's a big difference. And then when you're going through the hormone replacement route, you know, you want women sometimes to have levels of 150 to 250. Okay. And men again, but between 850 to 950, what I typically see. So this is healthy range. And I'll tell you what I typically see in my patients is that a woman will come in and her testosterone is like 23, for example, 23, right? When we want it to be between 60 to 80 on the low end. Right. So let's say she's 23 and her partner is at 600. Yeah. There's which is average for men. It's kind of like a low average, low normal, I would say like what are optimal is a totally different story. Depending, you know, what, what you're seeing in lab, the lab ranges, that's not optimal. That's for the average sick person. Yeah. The lab <laughs> ranges. Right. Right. But there's also a whole different field of medicine, which is what is optimal. Right. And that's optimal. Yeah. And that's where you want to be. You want to be optimal. And the reason why you want to be optimal is because that's where you feel the best. That's where your sleep is great. That's where your energy is great. That's where you're preventing metabolic disease, which I'm talking more and more about it yeah. as I'm getting older. But I, as I'm also um, trying to plant the seed in women that, Hey, if you want to live a long, healthy life, right, we're growing our babies, we're um, trying to do all these things in our lives. But if you want to be there for your kids, if you want to be able to chase your kids around, if you want to be able to hold your grandkids, you yeah. got to think about hormones and metabolic health Yeah, hormones. You know, I, I mentioned a lot of things like sleep and mood and energy. What about preventing heart attacks Yeah, yes. or brain health, you know, avoiding dementia and Alzheimer's disease? Well, hormones can help you do all of that. We've got receptors in our brains, in our, in our heart muscle to help us function, to help us live a nice and healthy life. So hormones are extremely important for that as well. But kind of back to, I, I talked a lot about that component, but looping it back to testosterone, you know, men do naturally have much higher levels of testosterone. And sometimes we need to bring women a little bit more up to speed mm. to bring their levels up a little bit so that there isn't such a huge gap. Today's episode was brought to you by Dreamland Baby. I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents use to help their baby sleep. The Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. Hi, I'm Tara Williams, host of the Mom Manual and founder of Dreamland Baby. When my son Luke was six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half. I was completely exhausted, frustrated, and at my wit's end. Sound familiar? My solution to create a gently weighted sleep sack that babies can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. The award-winning doctor-approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack and Swaddle features our proprietary CoverCom technology, evenly distributed weight from your baby's shoulders to toes to help naturally reduce stress and allow your little one to feel relaxed and sleep soundly. If you're struggling to get your baby to sleep for longer stretches and go down easier, you're not alone. This product was a game changer for my son and can be for your family too. And right now we've got a special discount exclusive to mom manual listeners. 
Use code MOMMANUAL15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide. Isn't it time for you to invest in rest? Okay, so that is with the hormone therapy. Does uh-huh. that bring us to our next takeaway or are we talking about two separate things? I think we're still on takeaway number one, okay. which is you know the role of hormones, but I'm happy to move on to takeaway number two. So we but I want to women sure. to- <laughs> what is hormone therapy then? Because guys, takeaway number two is the supplements every woman needs. And I am so excited to talk about that. But I want to make sure we finish on what what is uh hormone therapy? What does that mean then? Yeah, absolutely. So balancing hormones, we can do through supplements, which we'll talk about in takeaway number two. So we can do it through supplements, but we can also, when all else fails or when necessary, introduce hormone therapy. Okay. And when I say hormone therapy, I specifically am talking about not birth control, for example, that's technically also hormone therapy, but it's synthetic. Okay. And cancer promoting and blood clot forming promoting and, 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 and right. But when I'm talking about hormone therapy, it's bioidentical hormones. It's prescribing something that your body sees as its own cancer, protective, Mm. anti-aging. Yeah. All of the things that we want. So that is prescribing progesterone, let's say before bed to help women sleep or to reduce cramps or to regulate cycle. That's prescribing testosterone to help women feel like themselves. For example, if a woman is not breastfeeding, yeah. we'll sometimes start women earlier on testosterone. Like if a woman is in her thirties, for example, believe it or not, testosterone starts to decline after the age of 24. Oh my gosh. So we have, we have such a short window. That is when, <laughs> okay. Then age 24 is when you are officially old. <laughs> I have, I've been telling my girlfriends for years. So my birthday was yesterday. <laughs> I just turned 36. I am now in my late 30s. Um, And I've been telling my friends for years that they need to start getting Botox when they're in their 20s because Ah. it's preventative. And they said, you're crazy. You don't need Botox till you're 40 or 50. I'm like, you just get a little tiny bit. Uh, Yeah. And then it looks good. Um, I I agree with you. Yes. Oh my gosh. 24. That is so sad. Okay. Yeah. So hormone therapy is really so then we're giving you an exogenous hormone. So with supplements, we can kind of stimulate our own glands to try to work on their own and to pump out certain levels of hormones. And that works for some women, but in situations where, you know, the body can't produce enough of its own hormone for whatever reason, whether it's age, stress, lack of nutrition. I mean, we want to correct some of those things. We can't correct age. Right. We can't correct genetics to certain, to a certain extent. Um, but anyways, the point is that like, if the glands are struggling to release the hormone, then we, then we prescribe hormone therapy, uh, okay. to get the levels. And that up. comes in the form of like a pill. Is that so that's another excellent question. So we can talk, we can talk all day. about this. <laughs> so, um, Hormone replacement can come in many different forms. It can come in creams. uh, It can be in a sublingual form, pellets that get inserted into the gluteus muscle and also capsules or pills. So generally uh, testosterone, I like to start out with a cream for women. Nobody wants anything invasive right off the bat, especially when it comes to hormones. And I wouldn't recommend it. Progesterone, I typically provide in a capsule form before bed because it's it's very soothing to the nervous system. 
can help us sleep better. Um, estrogen, I typically provide for cream as a, as a cream. Think of your postpartum mama who is maybe have has is a six month old or a one year old and is experiencing vaginal dryness. Yeah. And estriol cream can be very helpful. So there's many different ways that we can prescribe hormone replacement. Okay. Different modalities. Okay. Last point I want to make is that yeah. I listen to a ton of podcasts and I do a lot of reading and all of the super wealthy, I'm talking about the <laughs> type people, they are talking about preventing metabolic disease. Yeah. So all of us regular people, we probably can't go to the lengths of the things that they're doing, which I don't even know what they're doing, but they're talking. <laughs> but I think at a minimum, we could get with somebody like Dr. Elena to uh -huh. get our hormones checked and make sure we're balancing those things because we want to be doing what all the super wealthy people are doing, right? Because they're yeah. cancer. They were trying to live. I mean, I think Elon Musk was talking how he wants to live to 200 years old and he's going to do it through these, you know, through what you're talking about. So this yeah. is exciting to me. Okay. Let's jump into the next takeaway. Yes. So the next takeaway is I really like for women to have some actionable steps. So after today, right, let's say someone is just tired, can't sleep, or just wants to optimize their health and wants to make sure that they're taking the right supplements for optimal wellness. So I have, I always think that women need to be at least on five foundational supplements. And these are like your, your five that you take on a regular basis these are your five supplements that regardless of what's happened in your life, you can't go wrong with them. Okay. So number one is you have to have a good multivitamin on board, whether you're breastfeeding or not, whether your kids are five or six years old, it doesn't matter. Having a multivitamin on board research shows years over year that it's better to have a multivitamin than not. I know there's some mixed literature that people and mixed questions that um, people have about it, but really having a multivitamin on board can help bridge that gap between our, the, the foods that we eat, the lifestyle that we live preventing, you know, making sure that we have good functioning immune system, making sure that we have all the nutrients on board to help our thyroid and other hormones function properly. So I do have some good brands that I like, and I don't have any financial affiliations with them, but, um, seeking health is a really great company. Metagenics is another very good company for multivitamins. So those two are really great. I'm not a huge fan of the ritual multivitamins. I think they're lacking a lot of nutrition in their multi, but some people love it. So having a multi, a good multivitamin on board can be very beneficial to correct some of the nutri nutrient imbalances that can lead to hormone Im imbalances. The, the second, yes, Wait, go ahead. hold on, hold on. I, <laughs> I need to look up mine. I buy mine at Costco. Oh. And, and I, I want to find the brand for you because I know we have a big Costco audience here. Okay. One a day, one a day no. multivitamin. No, not a good one. Oh, no. no. So here's the first rule. Here's the first rule. No buying supplements at Costco. Oh no. That's where I, <laughs> we okay. have, you're going to die Costco. And then I get one, one that I take from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't know, they don't have the best quality assurance. Okay. You don't know where they're getting their supplements from. A lot of these companies are private labeling 
their okay. supplements. The companies that I mentioned, like Seeking Health and Metagenics, for example, they've been around for so long. They're medical grade supplements. They have their own facilities where they produce everything. They have doctors on board who are designing the different formulations. They do heavy metal testing. They test for toxicity. I mean, the the things that those companies go through to ensure that their product yeah. is well, to the highest standard. And let me say this. I'm sure I haven't looked at the pricing, but I'm sure it's high. And Costco is affordable. For someone who says, listen, like I don't have a ton of money to spend, is doing the one a day from Costco better than nothing? I would say no. Oh, I would no. say <laughs> I would say at that point, well, again, because you have to think about what are you exposing yourself when you're taking that vitamin? What kind of contaminants are you exposing yourself? Mm. Because, you know, there's just so much, even vital proteins, for example, I'm sure we have a lot of vital proteins fans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Well, if you guys can... can't see it, but I drink vital proteins collagen every morning. Oh my gosh. I'm poisoning myself. Well, they just, and it's, it, it, they just came out with actually um, a recent uh, publication to find that there's a lot of heavy metals found in that protein. Right. So cheap is not always better. And it's not, it's not always going to outweigh the negative consequences of taking something. But this is, again, this is, we're having that conversation, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, there are reasonable products out there. Like even I'm not a fan of ritual multivitamin, but I'm also, I always prescribe, you know, medical grade supplements, but I would say even the ritual multivitamin would be better than a one a day from Costco. Mm, okay. Okay. At that point. There's so, and still different levels. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is by the way, a really great conversation about save money and other things. Don't compromise on your health. Right. Right. Well, and, and actually, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love Costco. I have, um, yeah. I have four kids. Oh, I do too. Yeah. We oh, have yeah. our nanny lives in our house. So there's, there's seven of us that we're buying for. So it's just for my family, it's very easy, but I actually just always thought it was more of a volume game. Like the one a day at somewhere else in a smaller quantity might be more expensive. So I didn't actually realize it was the quality. I don't yeah. know. This is like, I had no idea what you're telling me right now is blowing yeah. up. So, yeah. so get yeah. to my multivitamin. I am going, I, I am taking a million notes and I will get the show notes, the places she's recommending. So, and, and I'll confirm them with you via email too. So to make sure yeah. we're right. So we have a multivitamin. What's the second one that you'd recommend? A really good fish oil. Okay. And ideally also not the Costco brand fish oil, but uh, so a fish oil that contains at least one point to 1.5 or two grams of EPA and DHA. So this is really important for women who are breastfeeding, women who are pregnant, women, again, of all ages. It's really important to have EPA and DHA fish oil because it's very anti-inflammatory. It's really important for brain health. It's very important for our mood, for healthy digestion. So a fish oil is, is extremely important to have thorn, um, is one of my favorite brands. They've got a super EPA. Another one that I really like is, I mean, Nordic naturals, right? Nordic naturals. That's a lot of a brand that many people are familiar with. You can pretty much get it anywhere. That's a really, um, nice supplement that doesn't cost an arm and a leg Carlson's. That's another really great brand. So fish oil would be my second one. So we got a multivitamin, a fish oil. Can I move on to the third one? Or do you have, do you have any 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I was at Costco too. So now I'm just, uh, um, what, what, so my, my dad, as I mentioned earlier is very into supplements and, and the vitamin D, like I was talking about. And we, he actually would send me the jar that was in the fridge. And then I, you take a teaspoon of it, but it was very, it was, yeah. is, I'm sure that's probably the purest and the best. And I believe it was Nordic naturals. That was a lot though, um, to take it, yeah. by. but, and then yeah. I did give it to my kids. I religiously gave it to my oldest daughter, but not, um, then I kind of, I four kind of fell off, <laughs> the, the kids yeah. but we would, we would put it into their milk or whatever. Um, and he, he had a theory that my, my aunt gave it to my cousin and he was, um, like on a genius level of IQ and my dad said, oh, it was the fish oil. That's why. Cause she oh. oil. I don't know if that's true. I mean, as an adult, it's not making us smarter, right? <laughs> well, your brain is mostly fat. Oh, okay. So your brain is mostly made up of omega-3 fatty acids. So eating fat, even eating healthy fats, yeah. not like fried foods, but eating fish or taking fish oil, eating walnuts, avocados, those are all really healthy fats yeah. that our, our brain can utilize to function so better your brain energy in a way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For in terms of brain health, eating high quality fats and taking a really good fish oil is really important. Got it. Okay. Third supplement. Magnesium. Okay. So magnesium is extremely important to help women relax, mm. especially before bed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times women you know, the typical mom, we run, run, run all day. Then it's like, oh, it's time for bed. And we are about to close our eyes. And then the to-do list and maybe a little bit of anxiety and, oh, my neck hurts or my back hurts. I can't fall asleep. So magnesium is really important at helping us unwind, relax the smooth and the skeletal muscle in the body. It can also help women if they're experiencing constipation. Hmm. So sometimes when hormones are off or when our gut microbiome is off. Magnesium can be really helpful in relaxing the smooth and skeletal muscle of the colon and to help with elimination. Um, Magnesium is also really important for food cravings, for reducing menstrual cramps during the cycle. So magnesium is really important for many functions in the body. Okay. And then I do not take that one. So I'm adding that in. (laughs) Yeah. And I really like the formula triple mag by vital nutrients. That one, I mean, you can order supplements on Amazon. It's not a, you know, it's not a bad thing, but I would say, make sure that you're ordering. If I say like triple mag by vital nutrients that you go to the vital nutrients store on Amazon and get it from there. Right. So probiotic, having a really good probiotic on board or eating fermented foods like sauerkraut or kefir or Greek yogurt. For example, if you're not dairy sensitive, um, there's a, there's like foragers, one of my favorite, um, plant-based probiotic drink. So whether you take a probiotic orally or get it through your food, like kombucha, for example, um, is another good one. Getting a probiotic can really help with your mood, with your digestion can help you with your hormones as well. So having a probiotic is really essential to also keeping your immune health. And the number five, this is to help prevent burnout. This is to help us optimize our energy during the day. This is to help us balance our hormones, adrenal support. 
So the fifth one is adrenal support. Our adrenals, it's a, it's a gland that's located right on top of our kidneys. So we've got two of them, but they produce cortisol, they produce sex hormones, and they produce mineral corticoids that help to regulate water, water retention and blood pressure. So having an adrenal support can help you regulate your hormone production, can help you regulate cortisol, which can in turn help you regulate your energy, blood sugar, inflammation, sleep, all of the good stuff. Yeah, that's an important one. So it's it's called adrenal support. So adrenal support comes in many different forms. Um, the most ready available, I would say, company out there, Gaia. You probably heard of Gaia. Probably seen it on the shelves and a lot of supplement stores. G A I A. Gaia has something called HPA axis okay. support, and that basically targets the major glands in our bodies that are producing hormones and are and signals that or chemical messengers that help other glands communicate with each other. So Gaia is a really great brand that has adrenal support. Okay. And do you, I'm taking a million notes. Do you have, I know you're super active on social media. Do you have yeah. like, a, like a starter spreadsheet that says like, here's the top five and here's the brands and here's the whys. Is that something? You, you know, I, I've been wanting to my, my clinical practice is so busy. Yeah. I'm so busy. I, I keep trying to, I'm working on a course right now. I'm working on creating all of those free PDFs and things to have readily available for women. I honestly, over the, over the last few years, my practice has just I'm exploded sure. and it's, I have to, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to women about is like establishing boundaries and, and delegation. Yeah. And that's what I'm working on. You yeah. know, I'm so, I'm so protective of my time, yeah. like my, my space, my journaling, my exercise. And one of the things that I'm really working on nowadays is really carving out more time for creativity. I love to educate. I love to talk about this, but I also want to provide a lot of, inf you know, a lot of readily available information for women, like a downloadable PDF with the list yeah. of supplements. Yeah. I'm in the process of doing all of that. And I'm in the process of building my first course on actually, it's going to be my hormone potential foundations course, which will teach women about how to test, where to test hormones, how to talk to their provider, how to yeah. find the right provider. So it's in the process. But uh, if you follow me on, on Instagram, I try to share a lot of these things, like the products that I love, what to take, how much to take. I just, I try to do it as much as I can on Instagram. Yes. Dr. Elena told me she has a patient right at the top of the hour and we have been, to, we, we are, we're going over time. So we're going to skip our third takeaway, but Dr. Elena, we are going to have you come back because I could talk to you all day about this stuff. And it is so interesting to me. You know, we always joke, like it's not a joke, but we say your health is your wealth. Right. And so if you, you can work really hard and you can do all these things in life, but if you're not healthy, you can't enjoy anything you're doing. So I love this so much. I've taken a bunch of notes. I will put them in, in our show notes, but we are definitely going to have you come back. And I want to do our really quick <laughs> round with you because I love this. It gets, it allows our listeners to get to know you. Okay. So what are you currently binging on TV? Well, let's see. So I'm not a big TV person. I don't really watch TV and I prefer documentaries. So the last document documentary I watched was um, called the last dance. 
okay. about Michael Jordan. Oh, and yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It blew my mind. I'm a big athlete. I used to play semi-professional tennis and I've got a little soccer, soccer child growing up. Yeah. And so I really love learning about people's mindset and performance and yeah. how it how people get to where they are. Yeah. And so if if you guys haven't seen The Last Dance, oh, it is just mind blowing. My, my husband um, played basketball in college and he's a huge oh. Michael Jordan fan. So yes, we watched yeah. that the day it came out every night. Like it, that was a really good one. What's the most recent book you've read? So I keep going back to this one book that I even recommend to a lot of my clients. It's by Carol Dweck. It's called Mindset. Mm-hmm. So it really helps us to take us out of a fixed mindset and into a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important for us as parents yeah. to even um, start talking to our kids about, right? It's how do we ask, how do we, instead of telling our kids what to do, how do we ask the right questions to have them lead to the solution? How do we not be so hard on ourselves and look at it? This as a process versus a mistake. And I know I'm talking to a lot of moms out there who are maybe even business owners or just really struggling to be a good parent. Right. And so that, that book mindset is, is really exceptional. I love that. And then what, what's your, um, like go-to productivity app? So again, I'm kind of boring. I don't have a productivity app that I use, but I do two things that I think are very helpful for me. Number one is I turn my phone on do not disturb So, or I just keep it in a separate room. So that way I'm not reacting to the flashing light on the phone. Right. So just put it into a do not disturb mode. And then the second thing that I do, I actually keep this in my, um, right by me is my high performance planner. Okay. So the high performance planner, you just get on Amazon's my Brandon Burkard, the high performance coach. I love that. It keeps me I, I like to do it in the morning because it helps me set my intention for the day. You know, it asks me, you know, what's my message? What are my goals? What are my priorities? And then it asks 10 questions yeah. about basically what you, what do you want to get out of your day? And it keeps me, I feel like when I feel like I'm getting sidetracked, I'm like, okay, what's my intention for today? Yeah. So I'm always coming back to the intention that I set at the beginning of the day. Yeah. And I love that. It's, what is that quote? It's like, when you're looking for good things, good things happen. When you're looking for bad things, bad things happen. So yeah, I actually yeah. had that journal at one point and I really liked it. Okay. Last question. What, and this one, I feel like you are the best person to answer. What is your <sighs> de-stressor? Exercise. I am huge at exercise. And this is you and I can actually spend the whole hour talking next time about nutrition and exercise for women. Love it. I have over 20, 20 years of experience in nutrition and exercise. And if I can also suggest to women to focus more on weightlifting over cardio Mm. and you know, you don't have to do much, but four to five days per week, 20 minutes and do heavier. If you don't, if you don't, if you feel like you're doing lightweights, go, go heavier. It, you know, it needs to be a little bit hard, but exercise, weightlifting, that's my go-to to de-stress. I'm also been really into um, primal movement and animal flows. Oh, or yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the right people that, that do it right. But animal flows or primal movement is really great way to build in. Let's say someone is new to weight training. It's a really great way to incorporate, uh, body weight strength exercises. You don't, you know, all you need is a 
floor and some open space, right. but it's a really great way to start building strength and improve mobility and reduce pain in a way that you're moving your body in, in non-conventional ways. So it's, I, I love it. Oh my gosh. So fun. Okay. I love that. that Dr. Elena, this was such a fun conversation. Thank you for joining us. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, uh, Dr. Elena Zinkoff. So very easy. And then my website for activehealthnd.com. Amazing. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much.